We're like, let's go to space in giant penis shaped aircrafts instead mm-hmm. of looking down into okay. the ocean Why to what's down there. Always penis shaped. Is that like really the best way like to exit? Like, yeah, is it? Is that true? But they were like so phallic. in sync that was very eerily in sync because you just like went for it yeah you, like, jumped in there wasn't like wait for gabe to do it it wasn't like wait for cat we were just like this is when we do the thing so we are one heartache it. to heartache <laughs> we say oh my god it's been so long since we said that <laughs> we, it used to be like once an episode mm-hmm. <laughs> that we record that uh but welcome to the goals next door we are live on facebook youtube and twitch right now uh as part of our special live episodes where we talk to fellow horror creators that we appreciate uh and you know we're talking spooky stuff in a little more casual way uh just to kind of geek out with our fellow horror lovers. Um, And we have a wonderful guest uh, for tonight that we've had on before, uh, but for an Instagram live. And that was just not enough. (laughs) Like it's, it's always a delight uh, talking with her. And so I am super excited to welcome Bimoto Nayoka. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. It's great to see you guys and see into your houses. (laughs) I'm like looking behind you at the things on your walls. Things like get a tour. Like yeah, yeah. Like it's all very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at my stuff. Yeah, I love putting putting things really like obnoxiously in places so that in work meetings people ask me. They're like, "Why do you have?" And I'm like, "I'm the spooky one." That's that's why yeah, I have I place it here so that it's you like, can this one you here see, you can't you really see, see can't really, yeah. is oh uh, yeah is the lunatics I don't oh, know, nice. lunatics radio that's cool. mm-hmm. yeah that's their this one is like a little knife they give you a little pin that's like a bloody knife it's really nice and anyway. a little mini murder stab stab yeah. we have a comment we have uh, Alan. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Yeah, Alan is great. Hello, Yes, he's uh, he's from Support Our Creatives, which is a really great. Oh, nice. uh, Oh, nice. That does exactly what the title is. He supports (laughs) creatives. So So, (laughs) I love it. Yeah, well, that's definitely what you are. (laughs) So it makes sense that you'd be such a fan. Um, Yeah, for you know people who don't know or didn't catch our live or didn't ever catch me i feel like we quote you quite often just from the conversations i have yeah oh, wow, <laughs> that's great did i do i say things that aren't crazy <laughs> i feel like everything i say is like insane it's like what people are like is the thing where the record goes like in the movie like yeah that, that's like who wait I am, what did she so say yeah no restaurant's like it's <laughs> <laughs> the best no. way to be though yeah i often like tell like i'll like yeah. quote you 
in our episodes as if like everyone knows who you are right and Kat's like I haven't met her in person I was like okay but you know Wimoto right I like, do I do she said <laughs> she said this amazing thing and so I'm gonna use it <laughs> so, as the foundation for this entire thesis because <laughs> like, um, you're brilliant I I, oh, I love all the you. things that you do um and you know I'm what also you're a huge fan I'm not quote I'm not to quoting you yet but I usually like <laughs> complimenting you and I often comp and I do compliment you guys the work that the both of you do actually as though people I just assume like <laughs> if you like horror you know who the ghouls next door are so and if you don't then I don't know what you're doing with your life so it's very yeah. like that kind of attitude typically yeah it's definitely mm -hmm. like a you know if you want to you know be educated if you want to think about some things then absolutely yeah we try Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make America think again. Yeah. No. Yeah. Quite the endeavor. Yeah. Mm. Good luck. Good luck to us <laughs> to do that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Indeed. I, um, for people who don't know, you have Dusky Projects, uh, which is a great project uh, that highlights a lot of things and in then in, in including your own work that uh, you create. So a lot of writing scripts, you get some scripts that got picked up. Um, and also under that umbrella, you also have the podcast, uh, uh, Black Women Are Scary, right. which I help on, uh, which is just awesome. And, and definitely one of my favorites in just that there's this like community, like you even say it, like we're, you know, doing this together um, with the macabre mixer. It's like, you know, finding the people mm. who like, you know, finding your community in that yeah. way um, that we just, miss out on especially now when we're you know still Separated. safely distancing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah also like you know a lot of the times when people say they want the community to come out they just want your money <laughs> yeah, very, true, very true. they just want your money and so then it's a very and I mean I understand you know like overhead is real and you have to pay for whatever swag bags that you're whatever it is that you're doing so it's difficult to just say like I really want to be in community with you I just want to get together and talk about this thing that we love that's that's a hard thing to do. In some ways, I think it's easier to do it in a digital space. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I don't know yeah. if the macabre mixers would have even been able to happen if we were still like, I'm like, I think that the digital, the fact that it was born during this, the quarantine, I don't think is like an accident in a way. It's like, this is really, it is kind of, yeah. Like, and you know, there's people from all over that come mm -hmm. West Coast, East Coast, not exactly. even in the states yeah. there's no way I could have achieved that if I was trying to get people's bodies in there yeah and then if and if people were showing up in person they would have you know then you want drinks then you want this then you want that mm -hmm. you know um of course because you brought your whole body over there so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve this. treats um <laughs> as opposed to like I just need you to log on and just like gab with people for an hour and then you can go on about your business you know you please show up in your pjs um, it is kind of like pseudo, I don't know, maybe like a summer party for, for grownups. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. It definitely yeah. is. And I, I, that's one thing I'm so thankful for, like the internet <laughs> right now, like <laughs> if there's ever going, like if there was ever going to be a pandemic, like we got lucky <laughs> that it was now yeah. that we have like, yeah, back in 1919. With yeah. The, I don't know Spanish what they were doing. Blue. What did they, they just had to be sad Send in their the room and <laughs> handles tell each other like everyone was emily dickinson you oh know <laughs> everyone was in their imagine. attic whining yeah um, 
I do want to point out, because we got a comment for Alan to to promote his website. So definitely check out supportercreatives.com. Yeah. Uh, and because mm-hmm. you should. And it's a great resource to find out who we could support and why. Yeah, yeah. They do some really great work there. And Alan is the spearhead for that. And he, I think he also has a clubhouse where he like has artists come on and talk about various different things. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. We're just trying to figure out. We're working on it. I haven't been on yet. I see a lot of people like I do. They do like mixed drink parties and all kinds of things. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't own any alcohol. <laughs> like I have to like show up with like having bought gin and things for this. Like, whoo, y'all are doing yeah. a lot. I feel it's like I'm too introverted sometimes for Clubhouse because I'm like, oh, wow, I have to initiate conversation. I'm down to like participate. Wait, so you have to initiate? Sometimes. Really? Not always. I mean, there's like things you can join. There's like little groups that you can like just join in on something. But I think like because ghouls are who the ghouls are and like how we would probably feel obligated to like host events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that that would be like chaos for me <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 I think it's starting just like getting in I get like even me as an extrovert I get like social anxiety like if I get a notification you click it to like see more it puts you into like the room and then I'm like oh gosh no now they can I just wanted me. to know what it was I didn't I want to go wow this sounds yeah. really intense I have not been to this I don't know how the platform works so they see you like physically or it's audio or no, no it's just like audio yeah oh so they can just hear you like <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to be in the background having like, a panic attack <laughs> that's the real horror story yeah um, that's the real horror story uh, yeah it's my it's, favorite phrase yeah that's something we've been saying recently whenever we because we started twitching like twitch streaming and mm-hmm. we were no, like is that, is that what it's called twitching yeah. <laughs> you're on twitch yeah. I'm twitching I'm twitching I, I don't know it seems easy to say I don't want to say two words when I could say one <laughs> you know? no I like it I like it I think or it's funny yeah currently Exactly. Uh, but sometimes we'll play like non horror games. And so then to like make up mm. for the fact that we are this horror channel, or when we cover content that's not like directly horror, mm. they'll just be like, that's the real horror story. And we'll just pick an element of whatever. Yeah, just it is anything it comment. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fine. vaguely horrific. Yeah. It's fine because most things are horrific. So exactly. Like you can really just tag, tag that on the end of any sentence these days and be like but that's the real horror story and yes. like, yeah literally all the time. Just said. if anything humanity yeah it does yeah society that's the real horror story yeah, yeah. people no one can where's the lie like no one's gonna <laughs> yeah. be like that's inaccurate they'll be like well yeah, yeah most yeah. of the time people are in fact trash that does that checks out um, yeah true story <laughs> Um, analysis complete for for our listeners who might not be familiar with the things that you are working on um we might can you give us like a, a two sentence elevator pitch for what oh, you God. do no <laughs> i can't uh so projects we make horror and sci-fi content uh for myriad platforms so that's why i just say horror and sci-fi content uh right now i'm going into production 
Wednesday for the second season of Black Women Are Scary, which is a podcast that celebrates and produces short horror stories by BIPOC authors. And we're going to have some extras this season with some flash fiction episodes. And we always have this monthly macabre mixer, as you heard uh, Gabe and Kat talking about, where we just, it's a virtual showcase for the author. You get to be a part of a Q&A and then we design a bunch of games based on the author's work so you actually get to like meet people one-on-one for the folks that have social anxiety it's mm-hmm. a very curated and very like safe and we take care of you because <laughs> <laughs> we know how like it's like the party I wish I could go to that's how it's like I'm trying to design it you know so it's like eliminate like icebreakers and mm-hmm. you know what do I talk about like we like get rid of all that for you so you can just like have fun so that's really like the main thing and then I've got my own writing where I'm you know I got published last year I'm gonna get published some more with some short stories and then I've got places as you said that's like that are doing the circuit and, you know, getting the little laurels. Although I'm sort of like, yeah, now I don't, how do I make these things? So <laughs> <laughs> what now? So that's kind of where I'm at in that space. Um, but yeah, the podcast is really about me also like highlighting other people's work and other writers. And then mm-hmm. whenever I see anything, any opportunities, I share them, right? So other folks like post work, job opportunities and writing contests and whatnot, I'm always like, yeah, if it's if it's if it's genre related, then I like I share it out. I share it out. I share it out. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate like following Dusty Projects just to to know what's out there and what's going on, uh, and it's just a great resource to kind of keep your finger on the pulse of of the horror community, um, specifically with BIPOC creators. Yeah. yeah. Like it's so yeah. easy to lose them <laughs> or like not I'm just get trying them. to find my tribe and like support the tribe and hold space for it. Like I was like, I can't be the only weird black chick in the world. Like, come on now. Yeah. It, just, it can't be to me, just be me and Aisha Tyler, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's accurate. So um, yeah, that's kind of really where that happens. And I mean, for a while we were also doing theater. I had some theater shows that were in the genre also like, bringing horror to the stage but uh, you know theater is kind of like in a strange place <laughs> all that stopped March 2020 like mid step so and yeah. now I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna we'll see we'll see I'm supposed to have a play going up in the science uh, in theater festival in November oh but I am, cool and that is like it's set so, but I don't, you know, I'm looking at this variant and I'm like, I, is there going to be another <laughs> shot? Like yeah. Yeah. the theaters are opening back up and everybody's going back into rehearsal. But, you know, a lot of the folks are like, like, they're like ready to bolt at any moment. They're like, yeah, <laughs> do we get to do the show. Do we, do we? <laughs> yeah. It's like having rain days, but it's like pandemic days, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a backup plan. Like, but what do we do if we have to shut down again? Cause that's really what it looks like. Uh, which honestly is the real horror story um yeah. people are not you know taking things seriously still um and we do have the variants creeping up yeah the virus is like she is not messing around she is very focused and she is all about self-improvement like yeah little bitch oh my god that was genius <laughs> like, but you know what i mean i'm like man you didn't already like really like you took the opportunity and seized it and like now you're on you're on 2.0 version of yourself i wish i could and like, yeah, like, 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 like just I'm in like, case 
who the who is this ambitious little chick? <laughs> it makes me think of like not that this is I love Reese Witherspoon, but do you remember that movie Election where she was just like this yes. super overachieving? And I mean, it was just like a movie about winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a way, I'm sort of like, yeah, COVID <laughs> is kind of like that, <laughs> like just winning. Reese yeah. Witherspoon in a election. that kind of of tenacity not this is in no way a disparaging thing to I love Reese Witherspoon and I think that film is genius yeah I actually really like that character Mm -hmm. we have another comment from Auntie Pesto to head out to a meeting but loved hearing your intro and you goals talk all the good things to everything you all are creating excited for all yeah, Shirley Pesto, who likes, who writes really great, like, short stories, you guys. Spooky Twilight Zone stuff. Ooh. So she was in, I think she, we, we featured her in episode three of That's our first lovely. season. Yeah, we did a double feature. So she was the October. She was the October. Yeah, there she goes. She's like, ah. <laughs> She was the uh, she was the October um, episode, and oh, yeah, God. that's that's the like spookiest her, month. Yeah, that was that's her jam. She has a lot of like, yeah, I would say like Twilight Zone esque, where it's just like just the, here's reality, and then it's like eek, like left <laughs> reality, like it's so close to reality, and then this thing happens, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. that. Kind of yes, I love when it's like it really toes the line where you could believe the mystical or magical excuse, but you could also like find a realistic explanation. Yeah. Like uh, Octavia Butler does that quite well. Um, and like what we, when we did tigers are not afraid, I was like, there's a real, real life thing that's happening. And then there's also the imagination and you can choose which one you want to believe. And I yeah. really appreciate stories like that. Yeah. That movie really floored me. Yeah, I was surprised that more people weren't talking about it when it came out. I was like, how is this yeah. not the award winning? I don't know. There's something. Why is this not winning like best foreign, best foreign film or so? You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, yeah. I don't understand what, why no one is talking. They about got this no film. respect. Yeah. Yeah. Got no <laughs> yeah. respect. And I was like, mm, this is whack, y'all. This movie is amazing. It really <laughs> is. And every time I tell people about, about it they're like what that sounds amazing like Mm -hmm. how did I not know like the same thing happened with she never died when we were talking about that people were like what and I was like exactly (laughs) and it was on a fluke that I saw the trailer for that and I think it was I don't know maybe it just came on an advertisement as I was watching Tubi because it's Mm -hmm. like I've only ever seen that I've never seen that in any other lineup other than in Tubi she never died so I just saw that trailer and I was like what she's immortal and she's eating people? Yeah, what I have to see. Sign this. me up. <laughs> Sign me up. And then I had such a great time watching that movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> I feel like that happens on horror a lot too. Just like that, things that would generally not—it just gets missed out on for awards for whatever. Well, I guess the reason is it's un- people are uncomfortable and don't like to be uncomfortable ever. That's the problem with the yeah. world. But. Well, I mean, <laughs> People didn't take a horror. People still, I think, in many ways, don't take horror seriously. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a lowbrow genre, right? So, like, when when folks, when a horror film people are, are is undeniable, then they have to say like it's high horror, yeah, elevated, like elevated horror. horror. And it's like, can it's I curse on elevated. this? Can I curse on your Twitch stream here? Can I? Um, is it? Are you PG? We are uh, in okay. that we do uh, air on TV, like local okay. television. <laughs> okay, so I won't say what I was going to say. But yeah, like, 
What do you mean elevated? As though the norm is something like low, brow, low like yeah. whatever. You know, it's like I oh yeah, like I've never seen you know, not non elevated drama. All of those are just Oscar winning pictures. Like yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's it's very interesting how quickly people will dismiss horror and then we'll like cover something on our show and they'll be like, but that's not horror. It's like, no, no, no. Just because you liked it. It doesn't yeah. mean it's not horror now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, yeah. Not, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it that you have a bias. Like I had a bias for romance for a very, very long time. And it was only until like maybe last year that I was like, it could just be the romance that I've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. And I started mm-hmm. to really listen to, um, you know, podcasts where you have authors that are pushing the envelope in that genre. And it's, and then it became very interesting of the, again, like the political and you know, gender politics that play into the way people talk about horror and or way people talk about romance and who gets yeah. to like star in romance. And then I kind of was like connecting the dots between that and horror. And it's kind of like, oh yeah, like a lot of these genres have these kind of same issues of like, this is who has to be centered and this is who gets to tell that story and this is who gets to fall in love. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's your turn. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, who are we letting like, make those distinctions like and set up those barriers like yeah how do we knock those down so right. <laughs> we can have yeah things. who and and why did we let that happen <laughs> like it sounds like why we who said yes to that like yeah. i didn't sign off on that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me. so i would have said no i was not at that meeting <laughs> <laughs> yes um we generally ask like our our guest uh because it's something that we have been asked and I always think it's interesting. Um, is there a specific type of horror that gets under your skin? Like it, not necessarily your favorite, but one that like genuinely like spooks you. Oh, that scares me. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for real, like, for real, for real, for real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Aquatic horror. <laughs> Same. Aquatic <laughs> horror. You really <laughs> freaks me out because the ocean is scary <laughs> because the ocean is there. genuinely scary. And I mean, I love things that happen in space, but it's like so far away and so difficult to get to that <laughs> typically any horror that happens in space is also happening in some kind of like future, future timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we don't have our space travel capacity right now. is fairly limited, but yeah aquatic horror is a totally different story it's like oh we can do all these things and we are doing all these it's things. here and available right now and it is and in a lot of ways i think that they when it's done well it it is like going to outer space in a way like so much of i watched that underwater with what's the name from twilight uh, what's Kirsten, yeah Kirsten. visually i thought that film was so like engaging and there's so much of it where it's like it looks like they're just in outer space because that it's that kind of like deep dark oblivion and you can't like take your helmet off because you will drown or free I don't even know like the imploding like the whole like pressure like like just the realities of of going deep um and the fact that we've explored maybe one percent of the ocean floor we have no we don't know what's down there um We don't know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. That movie scared me. And I'm not even afraid (laughs) of the ocean in that way. (laughs) But I was like, this, because in, like you were saying, because it's so much like space in that, like the compressed, like they're that scene (laughs) with the like, um, like really gets me because space gets to me. 
Like I can't, I'm like, why, <laughs> why be up there? We, it's we cannot not made for us. Yeah. Literally. Cannot be up there. You're just trapped. Like there's nothing you could do if that happens. Like with the water, it's like, there's to some degree people can maybe come get you. Maybe, maybe. though. But if you're real deep, that's it. Like if any, go, yeah. any goes oh, yeah. down. Cause you can't even like go to the, you can't swim to the surface. There's no way you'd yeah. make it in time and you can't rise to the surface because you will implode. Yes, exactly. When we are, uh, we did our isolation series, it was just like, honestly, if you're stranded anywhere, it's the worst. Like we did um, like isolation <laughs> underwater. We did uh, isolation like underground, underground where we talked about like, ooh, descent. Like in like or caves. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, like spelunking. Like why? <laughs> I, would never, I would never do that. Anything where there's like no light. I'm just like, I don't. Why? Yeah, like what? Yeah. I don't know. The theme is like, go a place, don't tell anybody for some reason. So no one can save, like, just you're going to go somewhere and then not secure an outlet for if murder or just accident happens. Right. Um, right. And now there's a film. (laughs) But I would 100% agree with you. I'm terrified of underwater. Viscerally so. Um, I wouldn't even watch the movie that you're talking about because Gabe watched I had it. To, like, tell her live it. tweet it to me, essentially. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I refuse. I know. Like, and now the monster octopus. And you were like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I consider no. ocean documentaries horror films. Like, it is. I mean, yeah, you, that's you're watching Shark Week. You're like, why did they get in the cage? And now they're going to throw the, they're like, and now <laughs> we'll throw the chum in. To why do we why? need to know? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know what sharks do. What? There are zombie parasites that will eat animals' bones underwater, and it's still. I'm just like, what if was up here? Why is yeah. no one more scared? Yeah, <laughs> I just feel very strongly yeah. about it. But I agree aquatic, with you wholeheartedly. Aquatic, yeah, quite it, de- anything deep. Um, you know, floods mm-hmm. because it's all in some ways happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say like aquatic really gets to me. And then the second after that would be eco horror because it just feels it's too real. like a breath away from mm-hmm. when it's, it's done well, you're like, oh, this is going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> Should I be preparing for this? Yeah. So um, yeah, anything like uh, Thaw. I don't know if you saw Thaw. Oof. No. Yeah, that what one. Is? Yeah. So anything that involves... Um, you know, going up north, I, I, I like love hate it, like because I watch it. See, so I'm I'm messed up, but like it scares me, and it, and it like you're in the right company. <laughs> but I watched it, like I watched Thaw, like I read the log log, and I was like, this is terrible, and then I clicked on it. <laughs> um, or I Fortitude, which was actually a series on Amazon. Amazon, yeah. Um, mm. Which wow. I really, which I really enjoyed, and I didn't. We didn't. My husband and I watched it. We didn't even know it was going to be an eco horror, and it di- wasn't even like it didn't even like warn you that it was. It was just kind of like a drama set in the northernmost tip of the planet. So fortitude is like as oh. far as you can get up into the Arctic before it's just like people can't be there. So you've got the isolated northern towns, a murder mystery, and we were just like, oh yeah, we love that. Um, and then it like descends into an eco horror because there, you know, any there's a couple of shows that talk about. Uh, I've seen this now as a recurring motif of what happens when these glaciers melt mm-hmm. and the things that are like frozen inside of them. Yeah, thaw. Like awakening. And yeah. like, hence, oh, like the word thaw I, of just I like. See. So what we're really talking about is like 
prehistoric viruses or bugs that we are we have no like content they're out of time and because we've messed up the earth now mm-hmm. they're in a in a time where it like makes no sense for them to be Existing. There's a really that's gonna happen. Sci-fi movie that Mystery Science Theater covered that was that where it was like a like a thought out lizard creature. I forget what it's called. I fail, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a bad film, but it's like it's like that's not that bad. Like it's not that far off. Yeah, I might be wrong, but isn't that like what Godzilla is? No, is he, no, I think Godzilla is like a, there's like a bunch of different. Gotcha. Okay. I I, him, I did not know. Him <laughs> and a bunch of other ones, seemed. like the big wasp thing and the other ones. Mm. They have like names for them. They're like creatures, right? Yeah. But they, they are a representation of like, poli- like what we're doing to the environment. Like they're the reaction to like some of them, like the like reaction to chemicals and like pollution. Mm. That kind okay. of stuff. Yeah. So like a manifestation of that? Yeah. So it's like, hmm. look at look at what you did. You know, like you know, men are their own folly. It's like okay. our fault, you know. Uh it's like, yeah, watching like Soylent Green. I'm like, no. Yeah, I mean, we have a company called Soylent. <laughs> we that yeah. Like it's not that far out. We're yeah, we're close. We're close. <laughs> yeah. Like when they at the end of Soylent Green, when they're like showing the like the, the like whole room full of like images that's just like a nat geo documentary of like what the world looked like where it, it was to like, be green yeah. and and it had water and, and just being like oh my gosh i remember when we had plants and i was just like yeah. i honestly like i can see like a world where children don't know what certain animals are or like any of yeah. that yeah i mean we are actually children in a world that don't know what certain animals are yeah true Sure. That's already yeah. that's like I don't know what a dodo bird looks like. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I already did. Yeah. Never did it. Yeah. That's super gone. True. So. I'm just waiting for giant water creatures to be like, y'all mess up the ocean. We're coming up now. We're coming up here now. Right. This is no longer for us, clearly. So now where you are is for us. And we are gigantic sentient beings that are going to rise from the sea. That's just what I think is going to, it's like very irrational, but also not like, I feel like it could happen and we yeah. just don't know. Cause we right. haven't looked, we're like, let's go to space and giant penis shaped aircrafts instead of looking down into the ocean. Why what's are down they there? always penis shaped? Is that like really the best way like to exit? Like, yeah. Is it, is that true? But they were like so phallic. Like, yeah, it was the like, last one for Miss for what's his face? Yeah, was real, we don't like, give them names. We, we, <laughs> real fat, like almost like somebody at NASA played a prank on him or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and like, why you know, like we could have used that money for literally anything else. Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic and people are yeah. dying, in lots of astronomical things. numbers, so lots of things. It's a nice analogy for who he is as a person, though, mm-hmm. I will say. A and just, like, where the world dick. is right now. Yeah. Yeah, just it's appropriate. Ruining everything. And that's the real horror story. That's the real horror story. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, I agree that aquatic is scary, ecological is scary. When uh, we did apocalypses, I think one of the... I, I guess it was both terrifying and also like 
relieving mm. was uh, cosmic horror in like the cosmic apocalypse of like we yeah, mean nothing. Matter. You know, like that we mean nothing because part of it's like, oh, you feel sad. But then it's like, but you know what? Also, that means I could do whatever I want. And it's like no pressure. I don't have to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. just being here is literally enough. Yeah. I'm going to turn my light on because like the sun went down. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And I'm just going to do this. Woo. Just so that this is are. live, folks. Uh, this so is how this TV is, is made. This is how the podcasts are made. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's freeing. I think if you like, just think of yourself as like, yeah, I'm just. This is my chance. This is my time. Just gonna enjoy my life. It doesn't have to right. mean anything to anybody. The universe else. is random. Yeah. Whatever. Grand scheme of things. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you then you kind of have to think like, well, then what is most important to my existence if my existence is just like a blink? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then it kind of, I think, you know, did you watch that like Neil deGrasse Tyson when he talks about the universe and it's like, we are stardust. Like it almost gets yeah. a little poetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then it's hard to feel scared because you're like... And then we return to the stars, the universe, we belong. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little romantic. Yeah. I think Live each day. Also has that too. Like a giant meteor is going to destroy the planet. Yeah. Because why not? Why not? Because odds are, honestly. It, it will. It's odd that it hasn't yet. <laughs> it's also like, furthermore, is the... the Key and Peele, Neil deGrasse Tyson skit, where that's like him using his science like as an excuse for like things that his wife is asking about and he's just like she's like you haven't done this thing yet and he's like well in the grand scheme of time we are just the last day of the calendar year of the universe so time doesn't really matter and she's like just do the dishes like (laughs) like, i don't care about your science um one of my favorite skits so (laughs) um cool well we uh asked you to tell us a film to watch or media to watch um and we did and it is gandala yeah joko on uh onward uh and we've covered him before with impedagor uh really love that film the actress Mm -hmm. is in this which was nice yeah Um, yeah he's like using the same folks again and again and again you know so it's like the universe of joko anwar (laughs) yeah yeah um and so for people who want to know uh gandala is uh Indonesia's uh, preeminent comic book superhero and his alter ego, Sanchaka, enter the cinematic universe to battle the wicked Pencor and his diabolical squad of orphan assassins, which is like the most exciting thing you can hear. Um, it was, it's very, mm-hmm. com- I loved like just the opening credits of like their own like, like Marvel Cinematic Universe opening <laughs> where yes. it was like comic books. And I was like, yeah. I haven't read any of those. I want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is why I suggested I watched it because I like this particular director, and because and it's not horror, but it's like he usually makes horror, and it's like, what? Mm -hmm. You made a superhero movie? So when I heard about it, I was like, he did. And then I was just super excited to just watch something that wasn't Marvel or DC that was still heroes, because I just feel like I'm inundated. Don't get me wrong, I love it, but like. I was like, people have heroes, people have <laughs> comics, please let me see them. Uh, so it was super excited to just get into a universe that doesn't have anything to do with that, with that and also see heroes in other countries with other cultural contexts to see like mm-hmm. what they're going through, what they're, yeah. 
what they're processing <laughs> right now. Them. Yeah, that's <laughs> important. Like, yeah, like I'm just like, what do you guys think about? You know, it's just like hearing someone else's thoughts on on similar themes. So that that was why I was like, oh. I think it'd be great to talk about this with other people. <laughs> yeah. When I was like looking it up, because it does feel a little like the one thing is that some of it, like, cause there's like reveals of characters or things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what any of that You're is. Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> so I was like, Ooh, this not is exciting. they got music. <laughs> yeah, like they, oh, they said their name. Like it was a thing. Yeah. I don't know. So we were like looking them up and it was like that Godella, like for me, like the comic book, came out like I think it's in 1969 Um, oh wow and Mike was saying like that predates uh Gwen Stacy's death or or something like that in in Spider-Man so I was just like oh look at all this time like the time period in which these things were made uh but to think like I really just enjoyed like it it did follow that like natural like superhero origin story yeah but it, it still felt different because it's like how how many times have we seen the death of uncle ben you know like it's tired yeah. i'm tired of seeing that so it was so nice to like see a story that i don't know and <laughs> just be like this is cool look at this little boy running flip-flops so good at so good at it i yeah. every time i've ever run in flip-flops the little center you thing popped head. out and i fell so yeah. i was yeah. genuinely impressed the entire yeah. i was like how i also thought this it was interesting talent. the importance of the flip-flop like I felt Mm -hmm. like that was like he made a point of being like he's in flip-flops versus this other kids Mm -hmm. or these other people who are Mm -hmm. not like I I felt like that meant something about class Mm -hmm. walking around in flip-flops I was like "Mm, yeah you want you me to see his shoes Mm -hmm. he doesn't really have like adequate shoes to be doing any of the things that he's doing <laughs> yeah yeah and he's still doing it yeah and he's like, still doing it he might have caught up onto that train if he wasn't wearing those flip-flops though <laughs> I, was like, I know if he had some jordans i think he might have been able to <laughs> and got up on that. <laughs> some adidas uh, <laughs> yeah he'd, he'd have been able to do it <laughs> in terms yeah. of symbolism though that does make sense because if you think about flip-flops they're not a very supportive shoe and the other kids had closed-toed shoes so that's totally real like because they maybe had more support of their lives and then he didn't so that's like yeah. really cool i didn't even think about it that way it's dope yeah, yeah. So the 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 story so it's a superhero a story uh, of Sanchaka who he has this line where he you know, is afraid of lightning mm. and he says because it's always after him yeah. and there's like a you know scene a reveal where he is struck and he's like you know powered in some way and mm. then later he's like using that I think it's interesting that throughout the entire film there are several uprisings. Like there's yes. a, there's always a workers uprising, uh, and I I yeah, the, I felt similar to like when I was watching in Pedagore, like just thankful for like this view into like a society and a culture that I have no knowledge of, right? Um, and it I it felt very authentic and it was like exciting to see. It's like the same way I feel when I watch like a Bong Joon Ho. I'm like oh <laughs> now like oh you have similar class issues. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> It was, it was really exciting to see like where you have the thing in common in terms of the way that the story like unfolded. I was like, I understand all of these tropes. 
Like I get yeah. that this is an origin story. Origin story. I get that this mm-hmm. kid that he met, I'm probably going to see him in the sequel because it mm-hmm. matters that they met when they were kids. Yeah. I get like, I'm like, the parents got to be like, you know, you got to be an orphan. Like that's like step one tragedy, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like there's, there's just like things where I like understood what he was doing because he knows how to direct and tell a story. And I feel like he was borrowing from like American, some American storytelling mm-hmm. tropes to but then there would be just these moments of like, oh, that would never happen in, in an American, you know, like where I'm yeah. like aware that this is like from another perspective. And that was also super exciting, like the level of violence for, with the children, which I both loved and also was like, you could never get away with that in America. Yeah. <laughs> but just like uh-huh. I, the honesty of like some kids don't make it. Um, some mm-hmm. kids lives are awful. I'm not going to even bother to sugarcoat that for you. Like this is a band like. The kids that uh, cornered him, that scene where he was like, okay, so that wonderful like misdirect where he leaves his house and then they cut to the fancy car and the guy and the nice clothes and the woman and you think that you flash forward and he's done really well. And then like he runs into that frame and he's still a kid. And I'm like, he's still a kid at this time in the movie. Usually he's already grown up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I loved that little bait and switch. That yeah. scene, though, where he was being bullied. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, whose children are these? They're awful. They, like, there was, like, that shot where he just gets punched in the face a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, like, cut behind the ear. I was like, you would not see this particular level unless it was, like, a gritty drama. Yeah. But not in, like, a hero film. And then shout out to the children who then engaged in this like fantastic fight choreography. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'd like to, you know, like give thanks to the after school martial arts program that trained (laughs) me. Like, because they're like, what are they, like nine through 12? Yeah. They're like, like, and did like Tony Jaw stunts. And I'm like, who are these children doing this incredible fighting? I also loved that he, like, I'm going to have a kid fight scene and it's going to be good. Yeah. In the yeah. middle of his movie. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. I, I found that really fun. And that's why I like, I stopped uh, watching and waited for my partner to watch. Cause he loves like fight movies. Uh, like forced mm. me to watch the raid and the raid Two, which uh, they're, the ca- they're actors from the raid in this yeah. film. And yeah. I was like, yes, that makes sense. And so part of me was like, I hope that, you know, cause they made a decent amount of money on this one. It, like for the sequel that comes out, like I hope they can get like choreographers like fight choreographers mm. from something like the raid yeah. uh since they had some of those actors and bring some even get some of those actors from there because i was like it, it can be like even better um i'm gonna put up our spoiler town so that we can like Same. you know talk more Same. about oh, yeah. what's going on yeah. with like the uh like the orphan assassins which were so, I, I was disappointed they were at the end and they were kind of like rushed because i was like i really wanted like just to spend time like if this yeah. was like a series or something i could have yeah. mm-hmm. had an episode for their backstory and who they were they were all very interesting and why your why did you pick this why you why do you have the like bag of rocks and this person has the mask on the back of his head and this yeah and why is that your job like why like yeah like what I feel like all of them had vocations that were also somehow strategic like the one yeah, who had he to buy gave them the jobs yeah, yeah. He was like you're gonna be a musician you're the you're chef gonna be, you're, you're yeah, a blacksmith you're the, right you're the one who's you know the doctor who was just like in the ER and got yeah. the message and was like I'm out I was like you're the college student 
Yeah, I, I don't, don't know what you're studying, but you're yeah, in there. yeah. And but she was like ready to go. Like she dropped everything, and she was like, "All right." She was excited. Go. She was excited. Um, she was really happy about it. Yeah, she like, like, I've been waiting to murder. Here yeah, we I've go. Been waiting. It's like kids from uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, like teens. Yeah, a little, a little obnoxious. I did like the blacksmith though. His stuff wasn't as well blacksmithed <laughs> but i mean the violinist was super cool uh i but i and i don't know if i'm wrong in this but because uh, we have that flashback story origin story part two of um uh pengor and mm. how he had been burned and then he was in the orphanage and he he gathered up the orphan kids and there's a yeah. kid sitting on top of the like dude and slices him yeah is that the violinist because i feel like that makes sense I don't know. They never really say, but you get the impression that all of the children that eventually you see later are in that shot somehow. Like they're all the same. Yeah. Especially the older one, especially the one, like some of the older ones, the the dude with the mask. The fire dude. And then like the magic dude, which we didn't even, he didn't even explain. No one explained that. Why? How? just like has magic. And I was like, okay. And it's like, why does he have the fire magic and not the dude who was fire impacted? Yeah, I don't (laughs) know. Is it like innate abilities that you knew that you recognized in them and then fostered? I have so many questions. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll happen in the second film. Yeah. Explain to me if he was like the orphan assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then, like, you know, and then there was like the whole side mish of the other evil dude who's like trying to awaken some being. Uh, that, and, right. and that's how we get Gandala. Cause it's like he doesn't even yeah. know he, he doesn't even know he's the thing that he's, he is. So the main villain isn't even the villain, right? Yeah. Like he's like a red herring so you're watching this whole thing and it's and then there's this other dude who works for that main villain but he's like doing some his own thing and you're like yeah. why is he doing a thing on the side and then it's like i think all of that is a ruse for like the real story is yeah. that he has some kind of destiny yeah mm-hmm. it's i think he's like but he's gonna be awoken because he is somebody reincarnated or something yeah or or, or prophesied he is chosen in some way which makes sense because why does lightning always want to get him yeah and and so i'm like is it like thor is he a god and he doesn't know it we did have like a a mjolnir moment with yeah like i just wonder like oh is that who you are because it doesn't make any sense like the way that they said it they said it like he is somebody like that walking mm-hmm. on earth it shouldn't be yeah and it yeah. was super cool it, it, yeah i had no idea what was going on uh i will say it was one of those moments where there's parts of that of pencor where i was like nah i get it like i know he's like the villain but like is he though <laughs> there was sometimes <laughs> where i'm like he's kind of speaking truth here yeah like, i was with him on a lot of the things <laughs> Except yeah. for injecting pregnant women with stuff. I was like, leave them alone. But Yeah, why? <laughs> Always the pregnant women. Yeah, but your critique on some other things, I'm not mad at you. Yeah. I think the yeah. one of the most entertaining parts was, like, that idea of, like, morality and the kids are yeah. going to be born immoral. Because, like, that's not how that works. That's, morality isn't like, your birth into it. That's a that's a known yeah, that thing was you learn. Yeah, <laughs> and also, what do you? And the guy was like, "What do we consider immoral?" And he, he listed all these things, and no one answered the, him. Nobody. Yeah. Everyone just left it there. Like the, the whole council was like, mm, and they just like didn't even touch it. But I thought what was interesting was that the result of them getting the vaccine, like ha- the 
that the point was that he wanted the entire country to be unified about something. And you saw yeah. that like the Congress, they're like, I think it was their Congress or their, I, I'm assuming that it's a Congress. I don't even know what their like mode of government is. I'm, it's, I apologize, Indonesia. I am stupid. Well, they can't um, Congress people or your, your or legislators or something. Legislators. Yeah, yeah. They had like state representatives. So, you know, their, their legislation apparently had always been at odds and having them come together to, to protect the future seemed like it was a moment that mattered. Mm -hmm. uh, and since, you know, our legislation doesn't do that either, I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, this would be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. That I, I, the one, the one thing that I d d didn't enjoy was, and this is just a, and it's like a product of the, its time being made in night, like the original story coming from 1969 uh, is having like a, you know, someone who has a deformity be a villain just because yeah. of that, you know, and like for him to like want children to, to be that. And like for that to be like, this is what the evil thing is, is that kids are going to look different. And it's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> like there's a lot to unpack here. in the fact yeah. that like, that is not the worst thing at all, honestly. Like, you're, they're still your kids. They're still right. alive, right? Um, but in that context, it is, I guess. You know, like, they didn't seem like people, the whole, it didn't seem like the country, like, looked at it that way. Yeah. And, and looked I, at him that way, and so he was, like, a product of that, of those stares and the, those attitudes. And mm -hmm. I could see how he became what he became. Yeah. I think it's more of like his, like that, that was being used as like a tool. And yeah. I think it was like, like he wanted people to like see them and to be reminded of what their, like of their prejudices essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to be reminded of like their failures as a people, which like I get, but it's also like, don't use children. But it was also the problem that I had with, you know, uh, even within Pedagore was like this, like we need to kill the children because they look different or they're born different. And, yeah. and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> like, no, we're yeah. not doing that. Uh, and that's like, honestly, my only group anytime. <laughs> like it's when I'm just like, let's not, you know, just, you know, make that be the thing. Um, right, right, but the right. whole like morality thing for a while was just very funny to me. Cause I yeah. was like, is like, that how do you measure that? How do you even know that that's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, they are, a lot of them are. <laughs> like, yeah. And for their society to be the way that it was, like, in the level of uprisings, in the level of just, like, injustice that is actively everywhere. And for them yeah. to be like, we're going to create immorality. <laughs> like, the yeah. fact that, like, they aren't recognizing that that is already taking place, that they are not, yeah. I guess, acting as, like, good people or humans like because they're exploiting their populations and exploiting their people in like their actions it was just very comical I guess I would agree like that it was just like what what do you mean there's gonna now be immoral children what what have, what have y'all been doing this yeah, entire gonna, time I like that they had a character actually like point that out and I think mm -hmm. it, and then yeah nobody answered him but I'm like that is kind of how it goes right like you mm -hmm. don't see yourself yeah but we've been sitting here watching like Joko was like yeah but I I made I put in like five uprisings in this so you've seen like how many mm -hmm. worker uprisings and yeah, attempts to unionize yeah. be squashed and then these like gangs go around and beat up on on like the uh, that elderly couple that just owns yeah. that shop I was like you put that in there so that we understand that the society is kind of you know like it's mm -hmm. like a dystopian it's already <laughs> yeah, yeah. already so these politicians 
don't even really seem that good. Like I was yeah. not even really that like convinced about them. Yeah, I wasn't rooting for the politicians. Yeah, and I, and I, <laughs> and I kind of was like for the villain. I was like, you know what? They like, who was going to take care of these orphans if not him? Like, what well, you know, hey. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like he kind of did a service here. for the people, you know? So then I wasn't surprised when the real story was actually something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you, you thought. <laughs> For sure. I think even one of the congressmen says like when he's petitioning for the the vaccine to be expedited, says like I cheated to get my way here. Like I like all of my, you know, co-workers cheated. We cheat all the time. And it's like this is the truth of the matter. So I'm going to use that one time that I do that to, you know, do something she, good right. for once. She yeah. correctly. Right. Which again, I just go back to like American hero movies. Yeah. I'm not going to have anything that like scathing. <laughs> yeah. yeah actually calls out the oppressive system. Yeah. Yeah. There was just this awareness of like, there's disparity. There's real intense poverty. There's like, uh, you know, government corruption. <laughs> And, yeah. and and it wasn't even a big like it wasn't even the focal point. It was like, but really, it's about this dude getting hit by lightning. And <laughs> like, you know, like that's just the backdrop because that's yeah. just Tuesday. And I was like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, and I like how you know, even though this is like based on you know a previous thing, like that some of the environments and like the the issues that are taking place are also in in pedagore so it's like those are issues that are still relevant and prevalent in this society that he's dealing with like that people in indonesia are exploring through media Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. working definitely workers the workers Mm -hmm. rights seems to be very important and gender yeah there always seems to be something about women's rights and everything yeah it's like classism Mm -hmm. yeah and then also like the role of woman uh, and like what that expectation is, because you know a lot of them are kind of falling into <laughs> to, into that, especially in Impedicore. Um But yeah, yeah I love I love uh, Joko. I'm so excited that you pitched that because it was <laughs> I don't know if we would have stumbled upon it on our own, um, but we're you know we're happy that we're like kind of rediscovering or like going over other works of directors that we really enjoyed so like later this month we'll cover rhymes for young ghouls from Mm -hmm. jen barnaby yeah and so i'm just like yeah let's just keep like amplifying these amazing creators who are getting enough attention for how cool they're doing like what they're doing yeah talk about issues that are relevant to them and that we can also relate to yeah i loved that one rhymes for young i saw that one before i watched them in chronological chronological order right so it's i saw rhymes Mm -hmm. then i saw blood quantum and oh i'm excited for you guys to <laughs> experience no, watched it. Films. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um yeah, so uh Kat, you have any questions? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh not questions. I guess like final thoughts on the film. Uh I did really enjoy that both the villain and like our hero in the story had very similar backstories and that they were both cre- made orphans by the system. Um, and that like how they processed that or like uh, operated throughout life, both in their struggles and hardships, like landed somewhere different. And I just thought that was really interesting. And I enjoyed that 
their stories weren't so different. Like it wasn't that he got in that car with that rich family and his life was just better now. Yeah. Um, and it kind of just showed like the very multidimensional way people process trauma. And I just really appreciated that. And yeah, I just thought that was cool that they, they weren't so different. Like they could probably relate to each other in any other scenario where he wasn't trying to poison people. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he didn't take that Joker turn. Yeah. <laughs> like I was yeah. like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, hold on. Yeah. You had you had I like a real ideology for a second <laughs> that I was like on board with. Yeah, yeah. You, you lost me at the vaccine. You lost yeah. me at this fake vaccine thing that was really poison. They could have yeah. united together against workers' oppression. Like Yeah, there's a that lot could of have been, yeah. Uh, a but I just thought that was interesting. I thought that was like a really cool way to show. Yeah, that, like people figure out their stuff differently, and that mm. it reality people is differently. Yeah, yeah. I like that objective. you mentioned. <laughs> I like that you mentioned that he got in the car, and it seemed like, oh, this will be it. And he and he went on the he advice of his friend, who was like, "Yeah, I was don't bad. trust, trust rich Yeah, that is an amazing line to put in a hero movie. Don't yeah. trust rich people. Yeah, yeah, like, Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, and that's that's the other thing, you know, all of the heroes centered in this were very working class or like lower, you know what I mean? They weren't, mm -hmm. they weren't, um, they didn't come into resources the way they do in ours. Like you said, like Batman, yeah. or even mm -hmm. Superman, like he slipped, fell into, he literally fell, crash landed into a middle class life. Like mm -hmm. that, yeah. this didn't happen to them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he actually ran away from it because it was potentially just as dangerous, if not more so. Like that one kid was like, I almost died. I had to leave. Yeah. So the yeah. fact that like I'd that, rather do this than Yeah, be like I would rather do this. luxury. Yeah, like that like so that kind of critique on privilege I thought was mm -hmm. really yeah. yeah. They were also super creepy. Like the fact that they like immediately got this kid in their car and was like, Honey, do you wanna have a new yeah. kid? Yeah, no, like, I would I would have I thought it was a solid choice on his, on his, <laughs> when like he ran lazy. out, I was like, that sounds like a good, that's a good, that's a good look. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, there's so, like, there's so that? much we have to do. Like, where's his birth certificate? Like, we don't have also, any. Yeah. Like the discussion before deciding. <laughs> do you want to be a doctor kid? or a scientist? We have all the options it's for you. <laughs> I was like, wow, how? Real sus. I was like, no, they're, they're going to they sell are... you or, or tie like, this you is up like or hostile. Something. This is hostile. Yeah, I was like, don't get out of this car. That's, no, but that's how you flag. end up in the worker orphanage that they had. Like, that's mm -hmm. like, honestly, it seemed like that was the route to it. And it was good that he got out of there because yeah. it ultimately leads to more exploitation and gross. Yeah. Um, well, we have a well. goodbye from Alan. Thank you for listening, Alan. Uh, this will be up tomorrow or for people who are listening to it, it's, it's up on Tuesday. Uh, so, <laughs> so bye, Alan. He says, great discussion. I have to go now. Um, yeah, yeah I, I agree. It was great. It is a great <laughs> discussion. Uh, uh, Manda, do you have any last thoughts about the film? No, I mean, just thank you so much for agreeing to watch it. And it was kind of like a left field, like an Indonesian superhero movie <laughs> for a comic <laughs> that none of us have read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I tr promise you, you'll like it. Uh, so I appreciate that you guys were just did it. I was able to talk to you with, about it with somebody because I don't yeah. think anybody's <laughs> seen it. <laughs> it was yeah. very fun. I think that's one of my favorite things about like doing like our 
guest episodes is because we will ask our guests to pitch something to us like we don't come with like we want you to like there's only one time we did that and that was with hereditary uh, for victims and villains but like we're like tell us and we have always found something interesting that we probably never would have found on our own like i really loved mm-hmm. ganjiam we did um the spell with xena uh we did that weird oh, movie with the horror queers i forgot uh <laughs> oh she dies tomorrow like mm-hmm. yeah we're always seeing something really unique um and so i thank you for pitching that and also just again thank you for your your social media presence for keeping us in the know and what's going on uh, for existing. In the horror. yeah so we get we, you're our lifeline to the tribe <laughs> of mm-hmm. alone who else is out there and not feeling alone um and being able to like geek out about horror just anytime uh and, and in a way that's not just like we like when you know the dude murders the lady savagely it's like <laughs> no let's talk about like quote-unquote elevated horror which is literally ev- all horror that's yeah. not just like we can elevate it you know torture porn you know yeah we can elevate it we can find the thing and elevate it it is on you to elevate the horror yes <laughs> exactly like what are you watching this with the intent of doing right if you're going yeah. in there to learn you got your media analysis glasses on that's an elevated horror film <laughs> although i would like to give a shout out to the times when you're not doing that and you're just like i just want to yell at the the screen yeah there yeah. are some movies where you're like ah, that's gonna be one of those movies where i get to yell at the screen and yeah. that's why i'm watching it yeah. just fun catharsis yeah <laughs> yeah i don't i mean i'm sure we could find i'm i feel like kat and i could find any topic from any horror film to be like this is about this societal issue like it just it, we've been doing this for four years <laughs> like, yeah, right. on second nature. but i still feel like i don't know if there'll ever be a time for us to cover house of wax but I love House of Wax. And he, like, I just, it's such a dumb horror movie, and I love it. Like Paris Hilton. Like <laughs> I yes. just, I mean, yes. and I, yes. it's it's one of those things I could just sit there and be like, this is what a fun time. Like I hey, remember all Sam Wars. Raimi. All Sam Raimi is. Yeah, like, it's just a good time. I don't think there's fun. nothing deeper going on other than just like weird puppet horror stuff, and it's ridiculous yeah Campbell is great I watched series I watched movies there's that yeah. installment coming out I'm here for it I'm like y'all could be on the moon doing this it's fine yeah <laughs> yeah what if people yeah. could be candles that's the yeah. that's the plot of <laughs> yeah oh well, just, <laughs> for me. they're like what yeah uh it yeah, makes me over the top like melts at one point and it's like oh god <laughs> I, like, I didn't know my skin, skin could do that if yeah. it was underwear so okay good. yeah yeah I, lo- I mean i just really enjoy like when it's over the top gore that's not believable in any way mm-hmm. like it's just like that was fun like i'm sure mm-hmm. in the writer's room that was just super fun to pitch to be like what can we do to a human body that's absolutely absurd let's mm-hmm. do it let's do mm-hmm. that and then i'm like yeah I'm here for it. But if it's like trying to be real and the whole point is that humans are trash and like will do gross things like hostile, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like we know. Yeah, I'm not really into but that. But it's it's getting meta now. Because <laughs> yeah. now it's like we're the trash humans that you're you're writing about. <laughs> There's some that have missed that I've missed. I've missed I didn't do hostile. I didn't do Saw. I don't really I'm not familiar with Saw. And I and I missed out on the purge. I know that like oh, some people like really dig it. Good. We love the purge. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't. I don't know because like, it does that straddling of like fun horror things, versus, but also like, like social. Oh, commentary. society. Yeah, yeah. I think Looking. maybe that's 
<laughs> Why? Because I'm like, I think I... I, I, I could just already. go outside and see yeah, 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 yeah. People do yeah. that without the perch. They don't need a yeah, day like, where crime know. is legal. Because yeah. that's just called being a white person. <laughs> we privileged. Like, you could just do that. I don't know. But I, but, you know, but I, I, I don't, like, knock it. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, I yeah. know that people swear by these franchises. And I'm like, yeah. I also don't really know about the paranormal folks. <laughs> Well, like I haven't so watched funny. any of those. Not that I'm against found footage, anything, because I mm-hmm. watched Cloverfield and Blair Witch, and so you should I just listen. Really got into it to our episode on paranormal activity because we talk about the timeline and it's all junked up. <laughs> it's a, it's a mess, and you just hear me like conspiracy theorists trying to mm-hmm. piece together the nonsense that is this franchise and you just you can hear me lose my brain you i lose sanity points yeah maybe it's it's probably one of those things where you just have to like let it wash over you where you're like i just i just accept cannot what this is i can't do um Awesome. Thank you so much for being This was awesome. Time flew by, as always. It's yeah. Lovely conversation. Like I said, we're going to try to have meetup, uh, horror meetup, so we definitely should hang yes, out. Let's do it, please. Tell me, tell me about this horror meetup. I'm going to show up with bells on. Yeah. Very yes. excited. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited to do that. For people uh, who want to keep up with what you're doing, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram. I like dabble on Twitter, but I just can't. I just can't, That's y'all. Hard. So, <laughs> stress. so yeah. So mostly on Instagram at Dusky Projects, uh, and everything kind of like spokes out from there. So all the things about Black women are scary are also via Dusky Projects, or you can follow us at Black Women Are Scary. Okay. Uh, and the podcast is available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Our first yes. season is already all up, so if you want to just hear the first season. And then, yeah, we're set to air this fall pretty soon, coming up yeah. December. So <laughs> getting very authors, excited. New scary stories. Should be a good time. Yeah. So definitely keep like definitely listen to season one so you can get pumped for season two, which is on its way in production, starts this week. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. yeah. Hands on whatever it is that you're doing. Uh so I can spruce it up. because uh, <laughs> it's always <laughs> always a joy yeah there's um, gonna be some good stories this second season so not that there weren't in the first one but like now it's like, like okay, <laughs> yeah More. it's like we've hit our stride so yeah that's so awesome <laughs> yeah so definitely watch uh, uh keep track of what you're up to uh listeners so that you can see what, what's going on with black women scary or just dusty projects because there are a lot of things uh coming up that mm-hmm. is super exciting yeah uh, so thanks again. Thank <laughs> you for having me. This is so much fun. And with that being said, Kat. Don't get married. Delete your kids. They will. <laughs> they will.